You're listening to Fucks Given, the one with the O Collective. Hi, Florence. Hello. How are you? I'm, I feel good today. I think I'm doing good. I'd like, yeah. Yeah, some good shit. Great weekend. Great sex. Feeling there's sunshine in London today. So nice. (laughs) I had a cry on Sunday and I feel like kind of a lot of boxes have been ticked recently. So yeah, feeling, feeling good. I think feeling good. Nice. I had a little cry on my yoga mat the other day as well. I like woke up in the morning. I was just like, what is life? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. When it just all hits you, you're like, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, literally that, like, that style of crying. (laughs) The bubbling, like the, you feel it coming as well. You're just like trying to hold it back. You're like, and it doesn't last very long either. It's just like this little, like, weird little, like, (laughs) yeah. I feel like it's really quick and over with when you accept it. When you don't accept it and you're pushing it and you're burying it down, that's when you get like a big sob cry and you're like, destroy, I feel so awful. But when it's like you actually just let the cry happen and you're like, okay, and then you self-soothe and you give yourself a hug, you're like, okay, I did that. Round of applause. Good night. Good girl. Yeah. Good girl. It feels very good doing that kind of a cry over and above the distraught my life I don't yeah. think it's bad things to cry like I don't think no, like, it's, it's okay not. it's good it's good it's to just so healthy feel to cry. your emotions mm-hmm. I, feel, I don't know about you but I feel like a different person now I'm allowing myself to cry more and not feeling like yeah. pathetic or weak when I cry yeah. or what I always used to do is like hide it with anger you know mm. I, I used to think that anger was really like powerful and productive and protective and now it's just like oh no anger is actually just really toxic for myself it doesn't help me in any way shape or form and I would rather have a cry and get that release out mm. than be angry and hold on to that anger for sure I guess it's like the holding on to the anger because I don't think anger's mm. specifically a bad emotion like I think we're all allowed to feel mm-hmm. angry sometimes yes but yeah. it's just what you do with it because you can't just let it sit in you that's why martial arts yeah festering yeah martial Mm -hmm. arts are so good for that like a lot of people with anger issues do like boxing or like you know muay thai and all of that like i definitely got out some Mm -hmm. good frustration doing yeah 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 yeah. i do the running thing i'm like "Ah, all this cortisol let's fucking go like (laughs) listen to some really loud angry music and get it out (laughs) there's a really good quote that i've said to to actually two of my friends this week which was yeah anger is like drinking a vial of poison i'm hoping the other person suffers right i was like dude (laughs) such a good hit me in the feels there man i was like yeah it's so true it's so fucking true yeah it's an interesting one like i'm not i I don't feel i feel small amounts of anger i don't think i'm an angry Mm. person that's emotion it's an emotion that i don't really relate to that much I get yeah, frustrated I think, sometimes, yeah. but not angry. Anger. I think it depends. You know, I think a lot of it depends on upbringing. My, you know, growing up in my household, it was a very angry household. 
Mm. Um, and I think that I learned how to cope with my emotions through right. seeing that. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure many people can relate or, you know, especially if it's like a violent household or an abusive household. Yeah. We, we mimic those because we, we, we just, we think that's normal or we think that's yeah. okay or how to cope. And of course yeah. it's like, yeah. On the flip side, not. I never mm-hmm. saw my parents fight or be yeah. angry at each other. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how to deal with conflict. Right? Yes. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, yes, yes. I'm a peacekeeper, like, man. <laughs> Whoa, man. I don't want to fight. It's not, it's not down to me. Or like, oh, yeah. yeah, just don't know how to how to cope with this. But And then when you grow up, you're like, wow, okay, I actually have to deal with this shit now. Yeah. Like, I can't keep blaming my fucking parents. I'm an adult. I need yeah. to learn better ways. I need to... Yeah, do better. Anyway. What's been going on? What's been going on in our lives this week? <laughs> well, it's um it's masturbation May. Woo! Yeah, celebrating. And we have the O Collective coming on to join us to talk about masturbation. We do. Um, to find out like their masturbation tips, um, what they do when they masturbate, and what kind of toys they use. So yeah, that's gonna be exciting. Just a whole load of masturbation chat, basically. I had a really fucking good first date. Like a really scarily first, good first date. Mm. I say scary. It's not scary. It's more just like, <laughs> that's whoa, the fear so that's- of the commitment. <laughs> yeah, like, <gasps> oh, like, run back away. Too good. Oh, you're Ooh. too good. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> shitting on it already like whoa um so yeah scary first day uh that ended up in really good fun like like power play dominant sub sex mm. that was really cool i think that's what i'm gonna reveal <laughs> she's keeping this one close to her chest yes, oh, yes. what about you florence what's been going on with your pussy i got a massage the other day I booked <gasps> myself in for a deep yes. tissue massage mm. and little did I know that I would have a tiny woman walking up and down my spine <gasps> and my body oh my god stop wow yeah. I was about to be like well this this is fitting it's kind of like <laughs> massage is like the the foreplay to masturbation but yeah. no it doesn't sound like it I did kind of think like because usually like a deep tissue is also kind mm. of relaxing it hurts yeah. but it's like usually relaxing oh. but this time I was like she was like oh how do you how do you feel if I walk on you and I was like oh, I've never done that before so mm. let's try it out and she it's <laughs> just like walked literally from my calves like up to my th- thighs like putting like her whole weight they hold on to like the masseuse holds on to bars on the top of the yeah. ceiling so it's not like she's gonna collapse into you my back cracked all oh. up the spine wow when she I mean, was that like sounds good. needing it yeah and i had lower back issues before going to this massage because mm-hmm. i don't know where it came from something i did in yoga overstretched something yeah and after the massage gone the pain was gone wow but yeah it was it was wild i was threatening for my life at one point (laughs) i was like i'm being crushed (laughs) like my face like you know your face is like in the hole but it was like (laughs) like squished i was like oh my god i can't breathe like when she's when it's oh, not a relaxing it's massage it's actually like a do good to my body massage i yeah. make it work <laughs> yeah, yeah and i don't she know was, if like, i would like that, me but... 
up in like loads of different situations. Also, when oh. she flipped me over mm-hmm. onto the other side, you know, you're like, you keep your eyes closed and you're like, yeah, just, just don't open your eyes. Well, this was the exact case for this because I was like please you cannot open your eyes because she got up and was like kneeling in between my legs wow and like fully on the table with me and like pressing like pulling my legs like this way and that way like opening up my hips I was like wow I really hope my vagina doesn't smell (laughs) this sounds like a Thai massage I don't know about the the walking across walking across the back I I have I have one of those in Thailand and I've realize i'm not a fan of such it is it is not relaxing i don't think i'm gonna be doing it anytime soon again no some people love it though like if you like a hard sports massage you gotta go for a Thai massage because they 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 pull and bend in your body in shapes that you never thought could possibly go that way oh the elbows like up like this you're like whoa you're gonna be snapping i'm snapping (laughs) (laughs) yeah fuck well okay did you feel horny after that no well maybe (laughs) i don't know i don't know i've been like coming to terms with the fact that like i'm getting super stressed and wound up because i'm Mm. not having sex yeah well fuck the celibacy life (sighs) it is that is i'm sure that's though that's part of the celibacy life is going through the withdrawal like every when you've got when you're addicted to something when you 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 place so much on something you're going through the physical withdrawal and and part of that is stress and anger and frustration but also i'm like "Mm -hmm." Maybe I'll break it. Yeah, I feel like, I mean, yeah, I would never, ever judge you for breaking it. The idea of giving up sex. Yeah. Like, you you don't do drugs. You don't drink alcohol. You have no. very few, like, vices in life. To, to give them all up is, like... I have a confession Jesus. to make. I had yeah. phone sex the other day. And I know it's okay, not physical right. sex, but like, yeah. Did it? Did it I feel did like cheating sex. on yourself? Or did you no, feel good about it? it? Felt great afterwards. I oh, had like okay. such a That's glow. It was like, yeah. You know how like sometimes after masturbation you just feel like, yeah, cool, whatever. Yeah. Sometimes, but after like a phone sex session when there's someone else involved, even though you're mm, by yourself, yeah. you almost get like the afterglow of a sex session. Yes. Yeah. I yeah, I can feel that. Yeah, so it felt fucking great. Yeah. And it's always possible that, you know, you're not fucking addicted and you just need that. That's just like part of your human need is to have that type of intimacy. To be fair, humans are supposed to have intimacy. Like right? that and touch and connection. Mm-hmm. I mean, when I put it out there in the first place, I wasn't like convinced that I was <laughs> I think we all like, like to think, you know, I'm thinking. Yeah. There are so many people that are like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to quit, quit drinking. And then like, you know, they yeah. have a drink. Uh, I yeah. think the main thing is not feeling the shame and the awful feeling that you feel afterwards. No, I think I, if it's like a decision you make and you're like, yes, I want to do this, then I think with any addiction, that's okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, yeah, this guy I've been chatting to and, like, you know, we're going to go on a date. So, Are you going to go on a date before you come to London? Yeah. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it sounds like things have like ramped up, but I'm proud of you for putting yeah. in those physical boundaries so far and seeing how things go. Like, yeah, and I'm still prioritizing myself. Like, we yes. only talk in the evenings, and even though the phone calls have been fucking long, <laughs> exciting news is that I might go on to an American college campus and I'll just leave it there. Right? Okay, that. I cannot wait for this story. It's literally going to be something of a goddamn movie. They're like... <laughs> no one said they were a They're 27. It's a master's, <laughs> but like, they live on campus. I love how you're trying to justify it. It's like, I swear, I swear they're not too young. <laughs> Fuck it, man. If you want to fuck a 19-year-old, that's also okay. It's questionable, but it's okay. We'll call him... College boy, college boy. All right, all right. Uh, you made you made the nickname. <laughs> college man, college, college man. man, college man. Sounds really yeah. odd for some reason. Whatever, no pressure on this. Like, yes, I mean, we always do this. Like, it's honestly the nicknames are not supposed to be offensive. It's just kind of what comes up in the in, <laughs> in the, in the, in the episode. The in, the, in the moments, yeah. What feels right, you know? What feels yeah. right. Yeah. Anyway, should we get our amazing guests on? Let's do it. Bring yeah. them on. Hello, the O Collective. Hey. Hi. Hi. How are you? Doing good. I yeah. I feel like today's a good day. I, I don't know about you guys. It's um, it's getting a little bit nicer and brighter in the UK. So that's quite. We've got. I've got the sun. I've got hey. the sun. Same. Wow. Vitamin D. Yes, and we love the vitamin D. We are actually recording from like all parts of the world today. It's been like crazy to organize this episode, Mm -hmm. but it's going to be well worth it. So where in the world are you, Diana? I am currently in Shanghai, China. Wow. What about you, Simona? I'm broadcasting from Amsterdam, Netherlands. Hey, wow, we love the us. Netherlands. Yeah, this is like the most course. international podcast episode ever. Right? We are like spread <laughs> eagle all over the world. And of course, Florence and I are uh, London. I'm in London and Florence is in LA. Yeah. So yeah, thank you for joining us. Before we continue, please tell our curious fuckers a little bit about yourselves and the O Collective. I'll keep it super short. I'm a quarter of the O Collective. So uh, we're four girls. We started an intimate wellness brand two years ago. We started in Shanghai called the O Collective and then gradually came over to the UK and Europe. Uh, we sell sex toys, vibrators, um, lube, underwear, period underwear. And we host our own podcast as well, create content, try to educate and remove the stigma around sexual wellness. Yeah, baby. I'm actually wearing a pair of your underwear period pants right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it's like the pre-bit before I'm like, is it going to drop today? Is it? Yeah, it's one of them. How did you guys actually get into doing what you do? Because everyone has such a wild story on how they decided to start working in the sex industry, in the sex Mm -hmm. space. We actually all used to work for nike so we all used to just do it and now we're just doing you that's our slogan our own little plug right there that's good (laughs) but yeah we used to you know have a really good you know corporate grind life and we would Mm -hmm. meet up every single week every wednesday usually so our group chat was called hump day very fitting for kind of where we led to um and we all found that we were facing kind of the same issues the lack of discussion between people and especially in a very conservative Asian society, uh, it was just not talked about, even with like 
Western way raised women, we still didn't talk about it with our partners. So we actually started just giving each other little nudges. We were all in very different stages of our relationships and we would give each other weekly nudges, like some for yourself, some for you and your partner. So it would be like masturbate in front of a mirror. Like it could be very PG 13 or it could be really a little bit more freaky and then doing stuff with your partner that you've never done before. And if you didn't do it, the penalty was that you would have to drink an aggressive amount of shots <laughs> in a row. We we love that forfeit, don't we? Yeah. We just all, all the way around the world. <laughs> yeah, and it kind of you know drinking a, a numerous amount of shots within one night is manageable, oh. but doing it within one period of time, like in that moment, it was Ooh. motivating enough for us to actually just do the task because it was easier. Yes. And yeah, then yeah, we noticed, yeah. obviously, there were so many benefits and we were more confident and stuff like that. I actually That's started so playing cool. with my girlfriends like who are in Hong Kong, who are in Taipei. And it just started That's to amazing. pick up. We thought it was so interesting that people wanted to play. And the four of us thought, you know, this is crazy that such a simple thing became such a game changer for us. Um, and then we start doing homework into the industry and realizing, you know, most of it is led by men, a bunch of men telling women mm-hmm. how to come mm-hmm. or how to get mm-hmm. or where their clit is. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> we were just at API, the um, adult sex expo here in Shanghai. And it's just a yeah. bunch of men telling us <sighs> why their toys work the best. Shit. So why is it always yeah. dudes? Uh, <laughs> I know it's so we unfortunate. Gotta, well, I was going to say we got to change the space. You are changing the space. That's why we started. Yes, and then yeah. we found out actually once we started, people probably thought we were these like crazy kinky girls, but honestly, we were just like these everyday, everyday people that like pe- everyone can relate mm-hmm. to. But we realized a lot of men actually came up to us. There's a slight ego in in some instances, but many were just curious. They honestly were like, oh, I've never heard of that. Can you just explain? And it was kind of this eye opener of thinking like, okay, it's not just women that are lacking it. It's actually men and Mm -hmm. men are not complete assholes. They're actually just, they just don't know. Nobody's sharing this information. No one's taught them. They're just doing what they think is best, probably mostly from porn or like yeah. hearing their mates brag about shit. And then they're, they're trying to do it. And no one's fucking telling them that it's the wrong way to do things or do things differently or everybody's different and fucking ask your new partner. Yes, but exactly. That's amazing. <laughs> we are also not being told to tell our partners that they might not hitting a spot. You don't want to disrupt their like toxic masculinity. Like don't make them feel right. less of a man. Yeah, exactly. Or, we, you know, especially <laughs> generalizing here, women are submissive. We just want the man more dominant to take control and know exactly what to do and for us to not tell them because mm. it's almost like a fantasy for us. Yeah. But, yeah. And and for, for a lot of us who are submissive, having to stop, you know, get out of character, get out of that subspace to be like, oh, actually, can you do it this way? Or please, can you get the wand even? Or can you get that sex toy? That's coming out of your subspace. And some of us don't want to do that. We're just expecting them to know what to do. And that's not fair on both parties. You know, it's not fair to expect dudes just to fucking know. We don't even know half the time. I don't even know sometimes. That's true. Like, like, oh, how how do you make yourself come? Uh, Well, we can try it this way. It might not work, but let's have a go. Yeah. I actually just had a recent experience with someone that I have been consistently been 
been with for a while. So he knows my body pretty well, but we were in a hurry. So I was conscious of the time and he was, you know, trying to like get in front. He's penetrating, but, but also getting in front, trying to make me come and stuff like that. And then I didn't mean to do it in a rude way, but I, I was conscious of the time and just trying to get it done that I moved his hand and went for it myself. Yeah. And then he was like, oh, like he kind of was a little bit startled oh, and we, we continued and whatever. It was fine. But then afterwards mm-hmm. he was like, oh, it was a little bit bruised to my ego that you pushed my hand away. And yeah. I, I, in my mind was like, oh, I was collaborating. We were collaborating together. I thought we were collaborating yeah. and yeah, just yeah, helping yeah. you. And he's like, but I, I know, you know where it is like ease more easily than I do. But he's like, it just hit me a little bit, like made me feel bad. <laughs> That's amazing. Like props to him for naming that, that it's a bruise to his ego and to actually like open up about it. And then it's yeah. something you can work to together. He might never have said that. He might have just been like, why did you move my hand away? And then like, that was the end of the conversation. It's about talking about those moments in sex where you do feel a little bit like, oh, this is, hmm, uh, this is new. Let's change that. That's really cool. It's hard working, you know, your way on someone else's clip because you don't really know, like, yes. in the moment, things change so mm-hmm. much. Like, mm-hmm. one movement that you tried last week might not work this week. You Absolutely. Know? So in the moment, it really always is best if we're touching our own clips. <laughs> If I want to come, I have to be in control. That's even if somebody's holding a wand to me. I'm still like, okay, this is great. It's a nice tease. But if I'm going to come, I need to motherfucking hold hold it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Same. So to start off, I mean, we're already like knee deep (laughs) in this episode. (laughs) But to start off this episode, we have a cute little icebreaker in homage to our previous, our original episodes and wondered what you bought for us in terms of your sex story. Simona, I'm going to ask you first. I'm not even sure if it's what the fuck for you and we're talking about it because I'm a super vanilla person when it comes to sex stories. But hey, was, and we need gold yes. stars and a round of applause for fucking vanilla. <laughs> please, people, please. Vanilla. It is not an applause. It is not like a, <laughs> it is not a, a, like a competition on who's like the yeah. fucking kinkiest. Yeah. No shame. Yes. So yeah. many people. Yeah, no shame. I love vanilla sex. Deep, sensual, slow, missionary. Yes. So I'm the queen of vanilla and it was also one of it was my first actually my first real sexual partner I had some sexual partners before but nothing that I think I was maybe even still a virgin before that yeah maybe it was a, I was but it was my first time or it was just after my first time but this it was a he and um he was already four or five years older than I was and his mm. foreplay was to stick his tongue in my ear and then just like keep wow. on but I was like I was 16 years old I just read about sex and you know penetration and your first time is gonna hurt and then he just started with putting his tongue in my ear and that was just it was my first and most obvious what the fuck moment and I was going round and round and I wasn't really sure what to think about it and I just thought this is weird should I call him out for this should I not am I supposed to like it and I just know like 
I didn't call him out on it. I didn't know if I liked it. So I kept on seeing him for a year or two after. I've never told him actually afterwards. Like I was young and just every time he would initiate sex, he would start with the ear thing. And wow. up until today, I'm still not sure if it's my thing. Like I think I just like <laughs> got trained to like it. Oh, that's so it sounds it sounds almost like it was a kink or a fetish for him to get him warmed up. And like Probably. maybe he was like, oh, like you're you're in this is going to warm you up too. Like this is the type of foreplay or something like that. That's so fascinating. I also feel like a lot of people learn something from like one sexual partner. And if they're like, oh yeah, I really like it when you lick my ear then mm-hmm. they cotton onto that and then they hold that piece of information yeah. and they're like well women really love it when you lick their earlobes yeah. but <laughs> he's probably uh, doing it to all of his sex partners yeah. and I was the one who didn't tell him yeah <laughs> I also haven't had any partners afterwards anymore who did it to me he was the only partner who performed this on me and that's really cool but yeah I would put also at 16 I would have been like what the fuck like that is that is not my vagina please <laughs> <laughs> Especially like the licking around the inside of the ear. Like, are you trying to clean it? Like, what? The earwax coming it out of it. It felt so dirty. Like, I was thinking, I didn't, like, I shaved everything. I moisturized. But I didn't think about cleaning my ears. No. <laughs> I get so conscious as well. Yeah. Like, is there like a giant ear waxy hole in there? Like, what the fuck? I always yeah. feel the same way as well. Sometimes I really like ear play. Like, I have to be in like a certain moment though and it has to be quite like a little nibble is nice but this was like a washing machine in my ear you know what I've had that before and I've never I didn't say anything either (gasps) especially when you're that young how do you even approach that we weren't taught to approach it so how could we know how could we know Uh, we just have to learn and and talk about things now when we have a what the fuck moment ah tongue fucking no, tongue fucking. I was thinking ear fucking. <laughs> tongue fucking. Diana, wh- which story did you pick for us today? So I actually came in with like uh, one that changed the game for me. But actually, Simona's mm-hmm. thing kind of inspired me on a what the fuck as well, which was my <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> college boyfriend. He he wasn't shy about talking. I mean, he was shy in the beginning, I guess. But later on, he told me he really liked when there was pressure in his eye sockets. And you lick That's like fascinating. this. Oh, no. And then I didn't really understand how to do it. So he had to show me. And then I would do it for him because he really liked it. Like he loved the pressure on his eye sockets. And so oh I would God, just I'm be fascinated. like. Pressure, yeah. Putting so much pressure on his eyelids like this with my tongue. Yeah. And be like. Are you turned off? Like, is this working? Like, so confused. And and then eventually it would, like, move to... We started with the eye sockets. And then it became, like, little sockets in your body. Just, like, in the neck right here, in your neck bone right here. Mm -hmm. In, like, your arm. Like, that little socket. And then I just remember thinking, like, this is definitely not something that I've read about, seen about, or talked about to anybody else. I've never heard about Yeah, but he told me he also learned from somebody else, like another previous girlfriend or whatever, had shared that with him. And he just said it was like the most amazing feeling. He would do it for me. And I didn't really get it. (laughs) I don't blame you. Um, 
I'm trying to rack my brain. Like, is this? Is it like a crushing thing? Is it like? I, I, I don't know. I need. I need. I need to look this up. I need yeah, someone to help like, me out here. That's fascinating. Yeah, like it's the eye one really threw me off. Just because yeah. it's like it was so specific to this part of the eye, and, and you with have your to, tongue yeah. as well, not like yeah. with your hands, yeah. with your tongue yeah. specifically. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, you so like, get, does he like it when he, when you would push your like your thumbs into his eyes? Well, no, but no, he no. he didn't want me to use my hands because it's probably too right. strong. I think. Yeah. I remember yeah. him being like, "No, don't use your f- th- thumbs." Obviously, that was my first reaction. Was like, "Okay," yeah. like straight yeah. into <laughs> like, get gouging his eyes out. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, that's that's fascinating. Humans that, are so fascinating. Like, yeah. wow. <laughs> Thank you yeah, for sharing that, that with it, us. I love that it transferred to like random little yeah, other parts yeah, yeah. of the body. Like, Just the it's sockets like of your body, body yeah. But, body part <laughs> fucking I need to know like I need more I need more information can we look him up I need to speak to him and ask I need to transpired I don't know he's I don't know if he yeah. will be willing to talk to you no. about it but. <laughs> like how far did it go uh, are we now like fucking parts of his eye socket and like yeah like, and crevices what? of his like caught like a hip bone and stuff so like anything yes. that was like pushing inwards he just Whoa. really liked and obviously like your hip bone I my tongue is not strong or big enough to actually do yeah. anything so mm-hmm. we kind of couldn't progress after that <laughs> wow wow okay well that was amazing thank you for sharing that i forgot about that until Simona <laughs> brought that up and i was like oh yeah i remember that guy <laughs> <laughs> nobody has ever asked me to do that ever again so i guess it just like yeah blinked out that is a very unique kink very unique i love it This episode is sponsored by Joy Club. To all the kink and fetish lovers out there, aren't you Mm. sick and tired of not having a place to go to find people? Oh, it's so important. You find your community and a space to explore what you truly desire in the bedroom. I felt so lost and lonely when I couldn't find people with tickle fetishes. So using a space like Joy Club has allowed me to connect with like-minded people. They also have loads of live sessions and tutorials like Shibari. So finally, I can get my hands onto some rope. And for anyone living in the UK, Joy Club is free for the first year. Sign up now and we'll see you over there. That's joyclub.com. Did you have the fuck that changed the game? If you can say us really quickly. I was actually just talking to my girlfriends about this the other day Mm -hmm. because they all remember how bad of a friend, like a girlfriend I was in college, like in university, I would always just disappear because I left with someone (laughs) and I would never (laughs) tell them. They just said like you, you were, there was like a meme that came up and it was like, your best friend leaves the club without telling you and everybody knows where they are, you know? And then somebody asks like, oh, was that your friend? And you're like kind of embarrassed to say that your friend sucks and just like left you for another, for a guy. Oh my God. So there was this guy when I was in university and he was much older than me. He was a corporate exec and he was a very like mad men type of style. He worked on the corner office of the 47th floor like against the glass uh, office. So we 
would go to his office to like do the whole pushing off the desk type of thing or like up against the window facing the city on his couch, things like that. And he would tell me like he would have to go in the next day. And like because there was a hole punch, he had a hole puncher and often the hole puncher would explode. And he was like, yeah, oh, it was really imba- it was really hard to clean because you're you can't just like take uh-huh. a tape. You have to pick it up by your fingers of every little hole punch paper. Anyways, that that's not the that's not the uh, <laughs> change part the of the of the sex. <laughs> this is like back in back in the day where paper was really really important. They used to have ring binders and like a hole punch and every time you punched holes, it would collect in the hole punch. Yeah. So it would be like confetti, exploding yeah, confetti. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so he would explain like and the next day he's like fuck, I had to pick up so many of those little things and he's like I can't tell my assistant to do it because I don't want to tell or why it's always on the ground every weekend after every weekend anyways that wasn't the reason that changed the game but he (laughs) was kind of my first I guess partner that pushed me from vanilla sex like Mm. just like regular Mm -hmm. penetration or whatever we knew from media and guys it was quick and they finished and that was it Um, but he like exposed me to like edging and he exposed me to like choking and spanking and slapping and that's why he was like the one that changed the game he also i had never experienced this in uh, up until that point where he was going so aggressively that he hit my uterine wall and (gasps) it really hurts (laughs) and you can't walk the next day Um, oh you think you're gonna die or like how does that feel very painful like you're paralyzed like from the waist down very painful you can literally get internal hemorrhaging like i'm fairly certain that yeah i've definitely definitely had that and it's excruciating it's like the worst period pain it's like like it's so confusing it's so deep and weird and yeah yeah yeah. i'm sure not hemorrhaging that's such an extreme word but like tearing and like blood yeah i couldn't walk for a few days and like yeah no hemorrhaging happened but yeah that was like the first time i understood i realized there was such a thing Mm -hmm. and at the time i just thought he was like so big is that if that's why that was happening but later on after multiple partners i was like oh he's just average he was just like really deep in there yeah and so i did a lot of research about it and i was like telling my girlfriends like you have to be careful that's gonna like don't hit your you don't roll it's so uncomfortable and yeah so he kind of changed the game in that way and also changed the face of your uterus so like yeah (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I literally thought I needed a wheelchair. It was, well, we would go for out. So he, he exposed me to like edging and I didn't really understand that. Um, Mm -hmm. And it was so interesting to me. So we would go for a really, really long time and then he would hold it and then we go continuously again. And when he came, so him edging, not him edging. edging. Later Mm -hmm. on, I, he like showed me what it meant for women too. Yeah. Yeah. And he was French. Mm -hmm. So I think maybe he just like, did more research in all of these things. I had no oh, yeah. no idea. I was like 20, I think, probably very young. Mm, so I had no idea. That's really cool though. Like I'm loving yeah. these people actually doing the research and uh, edging is hot. Like, I, I mean, I feel yeah. like sex is so much better when, when people with penises edge. That's, yeah. it's just it, like, you can oh, just go yeah. so much longer and unless you can like, you know, double come and that's great, but it's about just keeping the fun times going. Yes. And, but he would, when he came finally, he, I couldn't even touch him. 
Cause he was so, <gasps> he would say that I've, it was like yeah, being I've a newborn that. baby. And oh. if you touched him, his whole body would just like tremor, you know? Yeah. It's like being touched out when you've just had so much overstimulation. You're just like, don't go anywhere near me. Like I am done. Yeah. That's fascinating. And do you mean specifically on his dick? Like, oh, yeah, Too so hot. he was he was definitely like a game. We were talking about him because like my girlfriends remembered him, and I used to just ditch him all the time just to go have a good romp with him. So I love that it was office sex, like against like the window and stuff like that. So oh my gosh, hot. it was very like fantasy driven. I yeah. because I worked in advertising for a really long time, so right. and he was a marketing head at the time, and it's so mad men. It was <laughs> such a mad men moment, and he also because he worked for like a really nice um, cosmetic brand. And I also got to take a lot of really good makeup. And he, <laughs> he he also elevated me to like nicer brands. Like he would be like, you shouldn't use this one. You should use like, you know, a much more expensive brand that I wasn't affording at the time. And he would just be like, this is better for your skin or this is better for your tone or type of, you know, and I was like, fucking hell, daddy. Yes. Yeah. I got a gift bag every time we came, like literally. <laughs> yeah. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. That Imagine just so getting a gift cool. every time you fuck. Yeah. It was yeah. so nice. Just a little gift. Yeah. yeah. Like even a lip gloss or something, you know, always. Oh my God. That read that. Mm-hmm. That is your dream with your love language. Right? I mean, why do you think I'm a sex worker? I'm like, we fuck and you give me money? Like (laughs) gifts? I wish I could see cum as a gift. That would be, if I could retrain my brain to see ejaculate as the gift, my love language would be set for life. I I feel like like, that's slightly problematic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And also, like, imagine I'd be like, yeah, yeah, lol, I'm not on the pill. Fuck the condom. Give me the gift. (laughs) (laughs) This all sense goes out the window. So as it is masturbation month, I wanted to ask you, we wanted to ask you, how do you both masturbate? Yeah, what is your go-to? Vanilla answer here. I just like... (laughs) No, no, no. We love... We have to state this. We love the vanilla. We love the relatable. It's not... There is is no race or like someone does better than the other because every... There's no kink shaming. Everyone is equal and worthy in what they like, even if it is vanilla. And I think both Florence and I, we talk about all these like crazy sex moves and what we do, masturbating and sex parties and shit. And like, that is great. But also that's not every and we need to respect the vanilla. No, no, no. I do want to sex parties and all, but just like, I think my current lifestyle only allows for <laughs> vanilla. <laughs> but yeah. I'll start. I was talking to the other co-founder, Winksy, this week that since I started the O Collective, it has become very easy for me just like at 12 p.m. thinking, oh, I need a little pick-me-up. I'll go to my bedroom, uh, take out a vibrator, and then just like lie down on my bed and go for a very fast masturbation session maybe five wow, minutes like, a whatever. PM, like an afternoon wine. exactly because i'm in the business right now i need to test out our products i'm at home i need a little pick me up why not so is it a pick me up or is it a procrastination wank <laughs> <laughs> it's under the theme of pick me up but everybody knows it's procrastination yes <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, i mean we, we justify it i justify <laughs> it as a pick me up 
like we all do it. I swear, it. pick me up. <laughs> Is there a certain toy that you always go to for those pick me ups? I started with my hands, but also I think since we started with the with, with the old collective, I've just been uh, we sample a lot, and then we try our own toys a lot, and we're actually uh, we're producing two more toys, and I've been trying out one toy very insistently for the last couple of weeks, just trying <laughs> it out, and I just making sure that it's the right toy, and sometimes I try out the same type of toy from some other brands and just trying those out so but it's oh yeah you got to try the competition that's important yeah yeah yeah. no definitely like just mm-hmm. seeing out what's what's out there in the market so lately it's been suction once i get hooked to one Ooh, type of yeah. product i'll just be using it for like an x amount of time but ask me yes. again in two months and I'll, i mean i'll be testing something else like, well, what about you diana i just do it whenever I want since we like work from home most of the time now. So no schedule, but I do use a lot of competitors just to check it out. Suction, I've been using a lot. It's not really my thing. And I've just been trying to get my brain into it. It's quite Marmite. You either love it or you hate it, I found. Like it's either too much or like, yeah. But I feel like there's also a difference because I always thought it's too much. It's too intense for me. And then I don't want like, I don't want to put my our own product in there, but I mean, testing it out. And they're just like, it's also the setting in a product because one suction toy can be different than the other one. Like a lot of women that we interview, they say, oh, it's too intense. But I've been trying so many toys right now. And there's one toy, well, our toy that I've been trying out. I'm like, it's actually okay. It's not that intense. Yeah. Like, it just depends on the... Okay, I need one of those because all of, all of the suction toys on the lowest, they're just way too much. Yeah, not to toot our own horn, but we've purposely adjusted that. So that's also been what I've been working with is just... Because the suction has always been so intense for me that I, yeah, like I don't even get to enjoy the the, the orgasm. You're like, oh, oh, over. Okay. Which I think why maybe some people really like it. Yeah. The one that I've been working with is it's taking me a little bit longer to come. But when I do, it's very intense versus when I just use like our wands or whatever it is. So I'm like, oh, okay, this is a very interesting kind of way to experience it. But you have to be very patient because of the lower setting. What type of product is it? Our kit is like a bendy. It's kind of like a mix between just like a wand and a rabbit because it bends. So you can have the point turning to your clit while it's inserting. Or it can be, I've used... I've used it where the larger end is like inside of me and then the smaller end is going up from behind like anally. Oh, nice. Yeah, and that yeah. has been like a fun way to play. But when I masturbate, it's, yeah, it's very consistent, like pretty quick laying down. Sometimes I need like a tiny bit of lip- nipple play. So I'll bring in um, mm-hmm. little nipple clamps to tighten and then yes. while I'm masturbating, yeah. And then a little a good like Erica Lust porn is helps me get there usually yeah yeah we do love (laughs) ex-confessions good ethical porn that's actually interesting that you mention what you like watch whilst Mm -hmm. masturbating because i think that does vary for so many different people whether that's like you want something visual you just use your imagination or you like erotic literature or stuff like that and there's like audio porn and all these different things that we can wank to i also really like what you said about 
you know, having to practice patience. Cause I think, you know, we're, we're all guilty of, of going and having a really quick wank. And I think we're not, we're almost like not respecting the masturbation enough. And I do this. I'm so guilty of this. I'll go to bed late and I'll be like, fuck, I need to go to sleep. I'll like quickly bust a come out and then sleep. And that's not fair. That's not fair to my, myself and my masturbation and my pussy and my orgasms because some, like a lot of the time, the orgasms can be really disappointing. It's about, practicing patience, warming yourself up, getting yourself in the mindset, you know, watching something or really getting into the fantasy of it, using lube, playing with your body, playing with your nipples and using a toy that isn't necessarily going to make you come super quick. So yeah. Yeah. There's moments where I'm like, oh my gosh, when is this coming? Like seriously. And then when it happens, I'm like, oh, okay. That was really good. That was a nice one. Right. I have the same, like, yeah, okay, not to boast again, but just like, it takes so long, but it's an entirely different sense. I don't know. Like when you guys orgasm, do you feel it at the end of your feet? Like the bottom of your feet? That's something new to me. Do you feel that? Because that's something that I, that's new to me that I discovered it this month. Like I just need to have one position and then it takes for, it takes a very long time, but I know I'm about to come when I start to feed it on the bottom of my feet. They start <gasps> to become so numb cool. for some reason. Oh, and then that's interesting. when it goes numb, yeah. I'm like, okay. It's coming. <laughs> yes, it's coming. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I wonder if like foot foot play would be really good for something like that. I, my theory is is if you're starting to come, so coming is supposed to be like a, a build up of blood, like the blood, the way the blood moves moves around in your body, and it's sort of surging to your genitals, and maybe it's taking away the blood circulation from oh, your feet because yeah. it's all going to your genitals potentially. But yeah, that's sounds about right. Um, yeah. But, I mean, the way we orgasm is incredible anyway, the way it feels. And I, I don't think we talk about it enough because it's so different from person to person. So Simona, you, you feel it in the bottoms of your feet. I kind of feel it in my thighs above my knees. And like, I feel that almost like it's almost like a, like a weird tingly feeling, not weird, but you know, when you miss the last step of the stairs and your stomach kind of drops, yeah. and you're like, it kind of feels like that, but in my legs and, and that can spread. And then like the concentration and visualizing on my, either the fantasy or actually like on my clitoris and what's going on there and feeling the sensation. And you know, sometimes like I've been really struggling to reach orgasm recently. Like I, I don't know whether my head's not in the right place, but I'm using the same toys and I'm there and, and yeah, what is going on with that? It's like, I'm doing the same thing over and over again. I know how to get myself to reach an orgasm, but why, why is it take, you know, it must just be where our head's at, right? It must yeah. just be that we're not necessarily living in the moment and our head is somewhere else. Even if we think it's right there with us, it's still probably subconsciously thinking about other shit. Um, and that can prevent us having an orgasm. So yeah. Maybe it's also the, the cyclist that you're in, what is it called? Hormonal cyclist? Because I feel that when yes. I'm, I was on my period this week, the hormonal cycle, mm-hmm. on my period and just after, 
Perfect. I feel like I want to go for a midday midday break every day, but then uh, when I'm PMSing, no, I I don't even want to touch yes. myself. <gasps> yeah, or or when I'm just like days before the period and on my period, or no, days before, no, on my period, I'm like, yeah, maybe yeah. like the horn is coming yeah, back. It's coming like, back. <laughs> the mess, no, like <laughs> really frustrating. How do you all feel about using your fingers for masturbation? Mm. Because I feel like we're in an era of sex toys and we've kind of come away from using our hands and as we were talking earlier sometimes like the slower you go with masturbation mm-hmm. the actual better the experience is and it also using your own body and your own hands is like connecting with yourself in like a very intimate way mm-hmm. how's your your ex- experience and your kind of journey been with like these bad boys yeah with the OG. i mean they're the, they're the first that you start with right so yeah. definitely like i think we also try to tell all of our communities like the toys aren't there to replace anything that exists yourself i will switch back to my hands when i'm also kind of just like you know what let me get back to the the like you know connecting, I guess, with, like you said, with your, your own body. Um, and yeah, I think it's totally fine. I actually encourage most people to try using their hands, also using a toy, like the, the cycle, you know, in your lunar cycle, you're always going to feel really different. Sometimes the toy is just too intense, even at a low setting for me. Yeah. So having that hand where it's like slow, it's warm, you know, you're familiar. It's like a comfortable sock that you used to have. Yeah. So, (laughs) so all for it. 100%. I also think like with a partner, sometimes when you're using your hands versus a toy, it, it also feels like they're connecting a little bit more because they're less distracted by, by the toy in itself. And they're, they get really turned on when you're using your own hands on them and yourself. And it's just a nice connection kind of moment for sure. Do you have like a specific technique that you use with your hands? Because there is so many different ways of masturbating. I used to masturbate with this really like strange technique when I was younger and I've kind of just been bringing it back a little bit, which <laughs> is like when you put your fingers basically on your outer labia and kind of squeeze everything together. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of like, almost like create a like little like friction for your clit like a little mm. clit sandwich yeah are you doing it with both hands or just one hand yeah. that you're like do- well, I or think, you're, I think you're I properly have, doing this with both hands? <laughs> i have one hand that's kind of just like just the squeezing from one side and then i think one hand is doing the movement oh okay oh, so yeah interesting yeah. i'm gonna try that too I've, I've definitely done like the little like oh i'm making fire right now <laughs> yeah. like, mm. that's what i was picturing yeah. that was happening yeah. <laughs> but you're on the outside of your outer labia so you're like really not directly stimulating the clit as well because i feel yeah. like if you did that like directly on the clit that would be way too much yeah like fire literally fire yeah yeah well, i mean we we were wrongly taught in porn right it had to be directly you know pull the clit hood back yeah. spread the pussy open and right dead on the clit and that's just fuck that is just no. like like you are on that's top so sensitive so many nerve endings and it is way fucking too much and that never works like no one taught us that you can masturbate over skin i prefer masturbating over lots of skin the more skin the better yeah. that's, i think that's why i like the large surface area of a wand or of a toy because mm. when i use my hands i love fingering i love 
of hands inside of me. But when it comes to hands directly on my clit, it's way too much for me. And it's just, even when I finally reach that orgasm, that orgasm's just never enough. Um, what about you, Simona? What's your kind of technique? Yeah, I was just thinking about it. So what I already said, I have my phases. Mm. So this is my sex toy phase. I'm doing everything with a sex toy. But I was thinking beforehand, before I had my hands, but before that, I think when growing up, I actually didn't really, it wasn't skin on skin, hands mm. on clitoris. It was always something in between, like my sheets. I couldn't oh, actually wow. really come with just my hands on my on my clit. I had to have uh, my sheets in between just to cover a larger area and then create the friction. Yeah. I feel mm-hmm. that just with my hands, I didn't create enough friction or I created friction on just a too small of an area. So yeah. I always needed a larger area. So I think before mm. that, it was always using yeah my sheets or blankets. And then, yeah. then like, I think I'm a late bloomer. So towards the end of my 20s, I started more using my hands, was more comfortable with it. But I think I'm most comfortable right now with the toys. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's just for me, toys win every time. Easier. <laughs> they do, yeah. they're pretty good. It's and that's yeah. that impatience. I don't want to fucking wait for my hand, piece of shit. Like, <laughs> give me that fucking simulation now. I want to come yeah. now. Literally, I was, I was having phone sex the other day and I was mm. using my hand to like pleasure myself at the same time. And he came on the other end and I was like, there's no fucking way I'm going to no, come because I'm literally no. just like using my hand. And like, it, I was close and I had those kind of like mini orgasms that are like yeah but like (laughs) just not enough it's just not enough I feel like if I was by myself maybe obviously I was by myself Mm. but if I was like using I don't know like it's so more hard kind of like to concentrate with phones. Exactly, I wouldn't be like, able to concentrate. Yeah, yeah. like the concentration, the getting in the getting in the yeah. zone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. the only way I could probably concentrate with phone sex if the, if they were dirty talking and guiding me, like that, mm. that I could I could probably get involved in that. Otherwise, if I'm there, like even like video phone sex, I'm there, and all I can think about is like <laughs> how I look, and, and yes. you know, like it's just so distracting. Yeah, yeah, rather than just like. <gasps> I've tried this before, like actually filming myself come for somebody and I'll get really close, really close. But as soon as I press record, it is almost near impossible to come. And I'm like, fuck. And I honestly, it's like I have to edge myself for ages and like really concentrate. As as soon as there's something there, it's weird. I've done the same thing. Like, I don't know what. I also wondered if there was something in with toys instead of using hands in that for most of our lives um, as vulva owners, being able to come was a complete like luxury, if not not able to at all. And so now we have sex toys. It's almost like we're so scared that we're going to lose it. We we can't give ourselves really that patience, especially during coupled sex, where if you're feeling it, you're like, I want to come now. I don't I don't want to I don't want to risk stopping it. And I think it's the same with with masturbation as well sometimes I can masturbate fucking ages and mm. still not come and yeah. give up and be like well fuck this then this is just yeah so I have myself too. <laughs> yeah. so wanted to ask you both like why is masturbation important like what what do you hold on to that with Ugh. I don't For know what that sentence annoying, was by but- the way <laughs> 
I think for me, it's knowing my own body and just like coming to some type, just coming down to the world. I think this is what I had mm-hmm. the last week, just going out for my mid- mid- midday wanks, as you would call it. Yes. Uh, I'm just so stressed. I'm like out of my head. I don't like, I'm super jittery. And I'm like, mm. sometimes I'm just lost. I'm like, okay, this is a sign. I'm going to go to the bedroom and then just have like, you know, five to 10 minutes for myself. And it just really just brings me back to mm-hmm. the here and the now. And then, I also Beautiful. feel like there's this this release. There's something that just released and I just feel more mm-hmm. at peace. And then I'll walk Yum. out of the bedroom fresh <laughs> and ready to <laughs> work on my Excel sheets again. <laughs> Be productive. Yeah, that's right. That after yeah. like come stroy where you walk in like, that's it. Like, no one can fuck with me today. Exactly. Exactly that. What about you, Diana? I think there's like, there's so many reasons. Obviously the, the, the endorphins that are being released in that moment, it does kind of like numb the pain. I, I think maybe because I've been so well-versed in this, this activity, um, it's almost like placebo effect, uh, like in my mind. If I'm just like, cannot wake up, cannot go to bed, cannot, like it kind of like puts my mind at ease, similar to Simona's kind of situation where once you do it, you think that you're able to do anything. So you can go back to bed. You can wake up. You can be focused and do it. It's like taking Adderall, but your body is like giving it to you type of thing. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Yeah. So, so I so definitely masturbation think, is a drug. <laughs> yes, exactly. Then I like, we're all addicted. Obviously we have problems probably at this point. <laughs> I'm definitely still addicted to masturbating. (laughs) But you're right about the whole, like, it's like taking an Addy. It's like sometimes if I'm having a really shit day and I'm in bed and I'm like, I don't want to get out, then I'm like, right, have a wank and then, and then get out. Like, you can do this. It's like kind of like a change in thought process. Like, you, you've got this today. Let's go. Come and out. Hangovers. This is like my go to. You guys are learning new things. It's not like if I want to get out of bed, I just put my phone on my face. That's the blue light that's getting me out of my bed. And never use masturbation. Exactly. <laughs> I just, if I want to get to sleep, if I want to calm down, I have a masturbation session, but not like nice. to get myself out of bed. See, that's smart. That's smart. Yeah. I think, I think it just has to, you got to figure out what works best for you and your body and your brain. And to, to round up the episode, we're asking you both your fuck off story. Um, Simona, let's hear, hear yours. I don't have one right now myself, but we, we organized an event in Bangkok this year and they were sharing stories. And there's just one story. I think Diana, can you remember it? Where he, uh, he would go into a, what's it called? A mortuarium. Oh yeah. He did it in a graveyard, like in the graveyard, like in the hole, in the, before the body went in. And then he, because his ex-girlfriend or the person he was with used to work at, a. Yeah, mortuary. So she, she, that so they would just like hide, like they would just go and have their little romps in you know the rooms, not in like the not where the body lays, but yeah, like that's in that what, area. That's yeah. what I mean. Yeah, like, no, so, I, that yeah, was my first just, question. I was like, where the bodies go in? That's the story that I have, but it's not my story. It's a story that we heard from yeah. somebody else. But who told also, us. I just want to add that he was wearing elf ears, telling us this story. So, <laughs> oh my, probably, okay, I'm in love with this. Yeah, it's like a music festival, so you can imagine, like, what's going on. Like, he was just such a funny person that was engaging because he was in his little elf ears telling us all these, like, weird, crazy stories that he's had. And, yeah. 
He was a gem. His second story was where he would have, he would get buried under the ground, except for his, I think, his penis, and then somebody what? would sit on top of it. That Stop. was he, like, he, he. He was at our event, and he was just telling this to the entire group and sharing it out just to inspire others. Like some people inspire were sharing their problems about not being able to come, or still being a virgin, or not knowing about their sexuality. And he he came with all of these stories. He's like, you guys, you need to try this. Homeboy out. is like fucking dead people okay so (laughs) (laughs) he's literally like bury me alive and fuck my penis out of the ground as much as this could be offensive to some people like like fucking in a graveyard is so taboo and so wrong yet it's such a hot idea or fucking a priest or a nun for example Mm, you know like we can't yuck someone's yum Oh my god, I love that scent. Yeah, our, our another partner in Thailand, they also use that as like their their yeah. slogan. It's a great yeah. one. So good. Yeah, it I is. can't steal that. My sister says it all the time. I'm like, that's cool. I'm going to show you that on the podcast. <laughs> Let me just <laughs> use that. <laughs> This episode has been so fun. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for inviting us. It's been such a pleasure. Can you please tell the curious fuckers where they can find you and the O Collective? You can find me on Instagram. My name is hi.simona and the O Collective is just how you spell it. T-H-E-O-H and then collective on Instagram. Yeah. Instagram D-N-L-I-N 21. Not a beautiful. Yeah, it's kind of hard to remember, but follow the O Collective. That's what matters. O Collective, yes, <laughs> yes. the O yeah. Collective. You to need to check all. the O Collective out. Beautiful, beautiful sex toys, and of course, like you know, we'll practice pr- patience with that slow clit sucker. It sounds so good, and of course, the fucking period pants are amazing. Yes, yes. Thank you, <laughs> Florence. You need to give us your address because we want to send you some goodies as well. I think we you haven't received anything from us yet, right? No. That'd be amazing. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you to the O Collective. And thank you to everyone listening to this podcast episode. It's been a blast to kick off Masturbation May. Of course, if you want to keep up to date with everything that we're doing, all the goings on, then make sure you follow us on Instagram at Come Curious. And of course, our personal accounts, X. Oh, I think I said that weird. Read, read, read. It was like nasally. Read Amber X and Florence Bark. <laughs> And please leave a rating and a review because it helps us get into more people's ears. And is that it? We've got think- YouTube, we've got Patreon. We've got Patreon. Yes. Go support us over there. Add, add free episodes over on Patreon. Whoa. Whoa. And we we don't we're asking for like what a dollar or more, you know? It's it's nothing. It's pennies. <laughs> so yeah. See you next Thursday. Yeah, see you next Thursday, curious.